0: Friday. For, I was like, Tuesday, Wednesday, say, 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 say what, what day, day is. It is. Nope. We it doesn't matter. We don't remember anymore. And we don't know what day you're listening anyway. Exactly. It could be um, any oh, yeah. day of the week. You're <laughs> welcome. You are welcome to listen to this podcast anytime you want to. Yep. And you're welcome to skip ahead the chattering nonsense yes. that is in the beginning. or I actually, cut it down a lot, though. Mm-hmm. We would to have, like, two minutes, maybe, of chattering yeah, nonsense. But really, that's all we are. So. We just really like each other, you guys. <laughs> we do. And we love that you all love us. Yeah. I want to hear everything Kara has to say <laughs> at any given moment in time. What's and wrong with that? it's going to come out of my mouth regardless of what moment that's we're That's what right. happens when you're best friends. <laughs> it's okay. This is the Witches Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm Kara. I'm Megan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have a murder story for you today. Murder. Murder. Do we have anything we need to talk about before we get started with the murder case that I have today? Is this a stay tuned? Nope. No, no, we it's have not. we have exciting things happening. <laughs> <laughs> July first, the whole thing is we are just barely organized enough to keep track of like what day this is releasing <laughs> yeah. and. We're trying real hard, you What day that follows up with, uh, you know, Goodness guys, gracious, but we're But be here. excited for July 1st. It is currently July, no, nope. nope. June 18th when you hear this. Yeah If you're listening on the day it comes out. But, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Have we talked enough about what day it is yet? Do you feel like we should talk about that so Hey long? guys, Let's welcome talk about to calendars. <laughs> They're <laughs> January, February, <laughs> March, and April. Okay. Okay. All right. Murder murder. Okay, so the main thing that I, I kept thinking when I was researching this case is like, why do certain cases become like national or even oh, yeah. worldwide why fascinations? get more attention than others? Yeah, like this case, it happened in 1996, oh, so it's not, not been that long ago, not that long ago. It has all the markers of a case that you think would have caught everyone's attention. Like the victim is young and pretty and white, yeah. and female. She's a Swedish au pair mm-hmm. who came to America to work. So you think that kind of gives it a little bit of, yes. a, of a scandalous thing. My hair's it's unsolved. It's a big mystery. Okay. And I'm just like, why? Like, I have heard of this case, but v- it's never talked about as much as like, you know, like right. John Bonet or whatever. Oh, yeah. And to me, I'm like, I mean, the sh- the details, once I really get into this with you guys, I know I'm just rambling for a second but it's it's got some really shocking details that should make it st- it's not your run-of-the-mill murder not that oh. there should ever be a run right yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it's got some stuff that you're like whoa oh. and I'm just like why why are we here like what? it's so strange that people don't talk about it yeah more so listen to this and then go talk about it more guys. yeah let's get it out there she's her name is definitely not a household name it's probably because the media tells us what to be fascinated by. <laughs> yes, this is so very true. <laughs> but that's a whole other episode to do. <laughs> anyway, here's the story Here of go. Karina Homer. Karina Homer was, she was either 19 or 20. I can't figure out if she was 19 at the beginning of the story and 20, 20 by the end. Okay. But it, this, we're only talking about a four month time period. So oh. I don't know. Some article said 19, some article said 20. Okay. She moved to the United States because she had won a $1,500 lottery ticket. Oh. Well. She was like, yo, home. See you later. Yeah. Yo, Stockholm. See you See later. Because she was from Sweden. <laughs> Stockholm, Sweden, right? Yeah. That was brilliant. Wasn't it? it? Was I it? love that so much. Guys, Stockholm if you're not watching <laughs> us on YouTube, she like threw her fingers up and everything. <laughs> yo, home. <laughs> See you later. Gosh. Will Smith. Um, she got a job as an au pair, which is a fancy word for a live in nanny Mm -hmm. living with a couple in Dover, Massachusetts, which is just outside of Boston. Okay. Yeah. So she's like 15 miles outside of Boston, I think. Okay. And so Karina grew up in this really small town in Sweden. So I think she got this $1,500 and she's like, I'm getting out of here. And then like, I'm going to be outside of Boston, which is this really Mm -hmm. great old city. So, um, I think she was looking for... Adventure and excitement. She's young. Right. You know, the world is just wide open. She can do whatever she wants. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So the couple that hired her was Frank Rapp and Susan Nichter. Mm -hmm. They had two children. And during the week she worked for them. And on the weekends, Frank had like a studio apartment downtown that they said he stayed at during the week to work. Okay. Um, And so she would, he would allow her to stay there on the weekends. Mm. So she really got a full break. On yeah. the weekends, apparently, Karina didn't like love the job. They had her do a lot of housework. Oh, and I don't know if that's normal for an. I healthcare. feel like I really, it. I kind of feel like it is. I, I have mean, a, when I babysat, I had to clean. Well, I was gonna say I have an acquaintance that does that, and yeah. she travels with them. Um, they're into equine stuff, and so she travels with them all over the world and watches their kids. But she also like when she's watching the kids, and they're like out at like shows and stuff. She cleans their houses and everything. I mean, maybe different. There's different arrangements. Like, we pay you more to do this stuff. But either way, she'd written a letter to a friend of hers where she was like, this isn't what I expected it to be. Mm -mm. That friend's name is Charlotte Sandberg. And she also got another message from Karina about two weeks before Karina disappeared. Okay. And the message said, something terrible has happened. (gasps) I will reveal more when I get home. Oh, I just want you to know if you ever send me that kind of message <laughs> don't tell me if you're not going to tell me like, exactly like tell, right tell me the anticipation i can't no i don't. when i talk to friends <sighs> i'm just like What's on? what are you thinking? And they'll be like, it's nothing. It's really nothing. And I'm like, no, oh my you God. have to spit it out or I'm going to be thinking about this for the rest of the well, day. Well, just like when and me then and then I'm going to drive you crazy. If I sent something off yeah. with you, I'm always like, hey, hey, let's y- talk y- about okay. this. What's yeah. happening? And you do that with me yeah. too. Like, I can't imagine. So I keep thinking it must have been something really awful that she didn't want to even write yeah, out. Yeah. Hmm. Or just didn't have time. Yeah. Or didn't want to relive. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll tell you when I get when I see, you. oh my god, have to tell you in person. No, you don't tell me now. So all we know is, according to her sister, Karina n- planned to come home earlier than she'd originally said. Okay, but we don't know exactly when that was. What that plan was. She just wanted. She said she wants to go live and work somewhere else. Okay, so I think it's not that she didn't um, want to stay in the U.S. She just kind of didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Karina didn't have any trouble making friends. She was fun and friendly and smart and beautiful Fancy, like yeah all the things foreign you know yeah. people are like oh talk to me you have your accent me all the words she had all the things that attract yeah. other people um she would often party with her friends on the weekends and she had that yeah studio which made it easy so on june 20th 1996 mm-hmm. Karina has been working as an au pair for about four months. Okay. At this point, this is what I think is so awful. Like, gosh, she hadn't even been, been here very long. Yeah. And already something so awful has happened. Yeah. That she's ready to go back. Yeah. She's been working as an au pair for four months. She and three of her friends decide to go clubbing. Okay. And remember, she's either 19 or 20. Either way, she's underage for. Right clubs in the United States. Mm-hmm. So she had a fake ID. Okay. Did you ever have a fake ID? No, I didn't. I actually would lick my hand and then stick it to someone else's stand and stamp. walk in on my phone and they'd be like, you're good. No, nice. Because they wouldn't notice. Yeah. They would just see it on my hand. In my underage days, there were no phones. Oh, That's yeah. how old I am. <laughs> yeah. But my, I, my, I used to fake ID one razor time. phone. Oh, yeah. Flip my black or the Nokia that was my like Blackberry. Yeah. Two hands to hold. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I have red hair. Yeah. Which is like it automatically limits the yes. number of people. You oh, can yeah. steal their ID or, you know, they let you borrow them. Yeah. So I used a fake ID one time, just once, mm-hmm. and we gr- looked nothing alike. The girl happened to have red hair, but that's it. I mean, nothing alike. And um, it worked, though. I mean, it was ridiculous, but no one cared. They yeah. let me in. Yeah. It was not a good time. <laughs> no, and that's like the... the There's thing, a like, reason you, never... sh- you should be 21. Yeah, it's not <laughs> that, as fun as you think I was unprepared. Is. Anyway, so Karina and her friends met at her studio apartment that Frank let her use, mm-hmm. and then they went to this nightclub called Zanzibar. Mm-hmm. She stayed there and danced and drank and partied with her friends until about 3 a.m. Okay, no. I, I don't, don't like it. seeing that hour. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I can't imagine. I mean, the the kids these days. Kids. And, but this was 96. Oh, no, kids. Says, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. I yeah. just can't. can't. So anyway, I can't imagine it. Cool and then she bankers. left to go home. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> One article gave a little more detail. It said that she had passed out in the bathroom. And when she was discovered, they kicked her out. Oh. So either way, she's leaving the club around 3 a.m. Yeah. But witnesses gave conflicting ap- accounts. About this part of the night. So, one person said that Karina left with an older guy. Mm -hmm. Another one said she was bouncing around an alley by the nightclub. Apparently, there's an area by the nightclub called The Alley. Oh. And then someone else claimed to have seen her singing and dancing with a homeless man. Oh. In the streets near the club. Okay. Apparently, she was super drunk. And she was telling people that her friends had left her. Okay. Let's let's give the speech again. Do not leave leave your friends (laughs) under any circumstance you like when you go out with your friends there is a silent pact you stay with your friends i don't care out with you how big of an idiot they're being how annoying they get yeah you've been annoying you have also been annoying yeah we've we've all been annoying there is a silent oath there that has been taken yeah you were to protect your people yeah we have all made asses of ourselves Mm -hmm. when we're drunk Mm -hmm. everyone gets to move forward from it but in the meantime, you don't leave your friends. Words <laughs> may be shared. I don't care if you meet the most beautiful boy or girl or whatever in the whole entire world, and you want to go home with them. Okay, make sure your friend gets home first. Yeah, and then go do your thing. Yeah, but also be very careful when you're doing that. Okay. <laughs> Use protection. <laughs> not just protection. Don't get murdered. That's a gun. I'm more concerned with knives, murder. pepper spray. I'm not yeah. talking condoms. We're talking. <laughs> Text your friends and tell them where you're going to be. When we say protection, we mean bring your sword. Yeah. Get your chainmail Chastity armor. belt. Uh. Okay, so that's the deal. If you go out with your friends, you make sure they get home be safely. Be careful. The end. Okay. Now, <laughs> there was one guy who was with Karina's group of friends, and he said that he was like trying to take Karina home and two other guys like stopped him. Mm-hmm. And he had this whole thing where he's like, Yeah, they forced her into a car. And then when I tried to get her, they were like, no, man. Like they were like all aggressive with him. And so Oh man <laughs> We got this. I can't figure out were the two guys thinking like she's drunk and this guy's just trying to hook up so uh-huh. they were trying to be protected. Yeah. Or was the other guy either way? Or was there something like kidnappy rapey with the yeah. two guys? I don't know. Yeah. Um But the thing is, I'm not even sure if this story is true. Oh, okay. Because when they looked at the security footage, it looks like, like, that's not on there. Oh. It looks like Karina left and she was seen. It's kind of grainy, you know, how security footage is, especially 1996. Um, But Karina left and they see her outside talking to a middle-aged man in a Superman t-shirt who's walking his dog. So... I don't know. I'm not sure what the story is with the guy and the two guys and being forced in a yeah. car. I have no idea. But for the guy with the dog, his name was Herb Witten. <laughs> Herb. Herb. And he was known around downtown because he walked his dog around there a lot. Oh, and yeah. his Superman T. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Timo. uh uh-huh. M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now. With Products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So, Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh my we gosh. got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So, it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCA anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the Air Hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. The thing is, he was questioned. Because it appears that he is the last person to have seen her or interacted with her okay. alive, aside from her killer. Right. But he always denied having anything to do with it. He actually got a speeding ticket later that night. And based on where he was when he got the speeding ticket, it doesn't fit in with the timeline of where he would have had to have been. Oh, for her. to okay. Right. So they've pretty much effectively ruled him out. Okay. But a year after this, he kills himself. <gasps> I know. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. But also, it could be any number of things. It could right. have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Or it could have been, it could have just really messed with him to be like, I was the last person to see her, you know? Yeah. Or, again, it could have nothing he to do been, with He could have been, or he could have been an idiot and right. done horrible things. <sighs> but he, Right. He could have his own demons. But yeah. it is an interesting thing. Huh. Um. So, all this boils down to... All we really know is that Karina was last seen near the intersection of Boylston and Tremont shortly after the bar closed and most of her friends left before she did. Okay. Two days after she's last seen, a homeless man is digging through a dumpster behind an apartment building at 1091 Boylston Street. So it's right by Mm -hmm. where she was when he touched a bag and realized there was a person inside. (gasps) Turns out he'd found the severed torso of Karina Homer. What? Yeah. Her body had been sawed in half. That's what I'm saying. That's the part of the story that I'm like, how do people not talk about what? this every time murder comes up? According to investigators, it appeared to be the work of an expert. To separate the body, only one spoon, one spoon, one bone, her spine, had to be severed. It reminds me of the Black Dahlia. Do you know the Black Dahlia case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Short, I mean, she's a that's a really, really famous unsolved murder, so you guys have probably heard of it. But if not, it happened in LA, I think, mm-hmm. or at least California for sure. And when her body was discovered, On it had been of the street. It had been covered cut in half too, but both her top and bottom half were right there, kind of yeah. displayed. Yeah. It's never been solved. It's one of those cases Wasn't that was just she fascinating. Yeah. And she had smile. like a smile cut yeah. into her face. Really horrible. In this case with Karina, her the lower half of her body has never been found. Oh. So in the dumpster was only her upper half. Oh. And it was in a garbage bag. Oh. So that upper half of her body that was discovered was oh. in I know. Just think, uh, I know it's thinking thinking so about many where that could be. Yeah. <laughs> the, the part of her body that was found was in pristine condition. There was no dirt or anything found on her body and all her makeup had been scrubbed off. Oh. So there were rope marks around her neck and redness around her wrists. Oh God! One article said that they determined that strangulation was the cause of death. Okay, but in other articles were like, "We're not sure. We, can't. we just know that she was strangled, yeah. which may be how she died." But right, um, and with the redness around her wrists, they think she was probably tied up. Right. So she disappeared and then was found two days later. So it seems like if she was tied up. Hopefully, she wasn't kept long. Yeah. The only evidence recovered from the scene was a partial fingerprint found inside the garbage bag, but there was no match for the fingerprint in the national database, and that was it. Apparently, there's so little evidence that there's basically been nowhere to go with the investigation. Okay. A big part of the problem is they don't have a crime scene. Like, they have no No, idea. No fingerprints or anything. A body has been cut in half, so there should have been a lot of blood. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of blood near the body, so obviously, she'd been cut in a different location. And then they probably, like, how did they transport her from wherever they did it, you know? Yeah. And why didn't the back have stuff all over? Uh, So that's at least two opportunities for places that should be loaded with evidence, but no one's ever found the places. Oh, my gosh. So after her body was found, police went to Frank Rapp and Susan Nichter's house, Mm -hmm. the couple that had employed her. Mm -hmm. When they got there, the couple's trash bin was on fire. Oh. Which Hmm. is weird. They took the ashes for analysis, but it didn't lead anywhere. There was no sign of Karina's remains, blood, or or anything that seemed to have anything to do with the case. Well, I mean, if it's on fire, is there going to be? I don't know. I don't know. So here's another thing. Other au pairs in the area, because that's kind of who she... with. Right. Right. They knew Frank and thought he was creepy. But part of me is like... I couldn't find any specific instances of, like, what made him creepy. Right. And I wonder if that was just a detail added after the fact. You know, like, if you're all paired like, oh, yeah, he's creepy. He's oh, so yeah, creepy. he was so like, creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, these he, are... Do you see how he ate his sandwich? <laughs> this is the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, like, this sounds really terrible to say, but, like, when you're talking about, like, young, college-age women... Mm-hmm. There are a lot of men creepy who man. are creepy. Yeah, you know, and I don't mean that like. Oh yeah, no. It doesn't excuse it at all. No, it's just like, what do you mean? Like, I need more specific. Yeah, like why? What yeah, was creepy yeah. about him? Creepy enough to actually murder? Not just murder, but to saw a body in half. In half. And to clean up and to yeah, yeah. they spent some time with that dead body. <sighs> well, and even they time or still be spending time with that dead body. Oh Jesus. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Ah. Neither Frank or Susan had an alibi for that night. Oh. They're probably together, yeah. you know, but that doesn't help anything. Yeah. So there was one article that had thoughts from, like, a lo- a local lawyer. He was like, obviously, there had to be more than one attacker. But on the other hand, there's probably only one attacker. Okay. <laughs> I was like, thank you for your input. Thank you so, for your professionalism yeah. and... <laughs> Everything is awful and nobody knows anything. Mm. So here are some theories that I found. Okay. One, and I I do not understand this theory. There is a theory about the killer that she was a victim of a serial killer who lived in the Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. Remember, we're talking about this happened in Boston. What? The serial killer's method was to find a young woman with blonde hair and cut her body in half with her before throwing her body away in a dumpster. Okay, Florida. Is that true? Is that really happening? Because also, if there was a serial killer who was roaming around Florida in the 90s who was just cutting bodies in half and leaving them, you'd think we would have heard about that, too. Yeah. Anyway, so I think this theory is dumb for a million reasons. Also, traveling from Fort Lauderdale <laughs> to Boston is going <laughs> to yeah. take him a little longer, than I don't understand it. But anyway, it was on the list, and I just wanted to share it with you all so that we could all talk about how stupid it was. Ah. <sighs> Here's the next one. There's a theory that Karina Homer's boss was responsible. So, Frank, Mm -hmm. according to the theory, he allowed her to stay in the loft he owned downtown so that they could hook up when she wasn't working. Oh. The theory goes that maybe he got her pregnant, murdered her, and then removed the lower part of her body to remove any evidence of the pregnancy. It just seems extreme. You would think if her torso was still intact, like, where did he sever it from? Like, up here like I right below her spine, the I would rib bet. cage or like down below where the uterus would be because you would think that they'd still be able to see if she was pregnant. You would think that they would have done a thorough examination of mm-hmm. what they had of a body and seen like fallopian tubes and the uterus and like yeah, lining of it and stuff. My guess is right below the rib cage just because they said her sign was sever- spine was severed and that was it. So it would have to be up above her hips. I, think. I, don't, I have a really long torso. So I'm just like, I don't, my uterus is like, where I don't. but I do think it's interesting to think. So when I initially read this story, I was like, well, so her top half was discarded one, one in one area and her bottom half was discovered, discarded in another area and they just never found it. Yeah. Because as awful it is to think about, like, once stuff gets, makes it to a landfill, finding it is oh, no so yeah. hard, you know? You're just hoping for some yeah. kind of luck. But the idea that her bottom half was purposefully concealed mm-hmm. and hidden away still hidden. in order to hide evidence yeah. was interesting. Yeah. Like, I wonder if someone, I don't know. It just seems like if you're going to take more pains to hide one half of the body, you'd really want to hide the top half. Because that's exactly. the identifiable per- Well, You can still give like toe prints and stuff but uh, but like just look at her you know yeah her face wouldn't be there yeah. it would be much harder to identify yeah her. so i would just assume if they were really They'd wanting to hide the one part it would be the top not the bottom yeah but if they sexually assaulted her and thought that it somehow mm-hmm. got rid of dna or whatever yeah but the, you know, the, but her the fingernails are still the stuff i know yeah it's so i just still think because of all that this is just a matter of one half being discarded in one place yeah. and the other half being discarded in yeah. another. In that um, garbage can that's on fire. I don't know what no, to make. would have still had bones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. Like, it takes a particular type of person to saw a human body yeah. in half. And then to clean it, like you were talking about. like, <laughs> And then to dispose of it, they either put, you know, like I said one half one place, one half another. Right. So like, you're just right. wandering around with, yeah. Oh God. Maybe though the person wanted that shocking moment of discovery. They want, just true. like with the black daughter, yeah. like they displayed that body with the hopes, well, knowing it would be found. There's no yeah. way to not see it. So with this one, you threw it in a dumpster near where she, where bo- she last was seen, yeah. which again, it's a whole different type of person <laughs> who mm-hmm. would have, who would have any part of this. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's just a matter of like,
1: she Did they go through the apartment,
0: too, or just their house? They didn't come through the apartment. Who? The the investigators. I never saw anything about... <laughs> they just basically have said they have not been able to find any evidence. Oh. It just doesn't sound like a crime of opportunity. Like, it sounds like... Right. It sounds like someone who was, like, invested. I mean, God, just, just the idea that you cross paths with someone who will do that. I mean, I guess that's every serial killer story ever, right? You just happened to that cross paths like, with the wrong person. No, that's like something Aubrey sent me last night. Wait. So Aubrey, says, my sister, sends me this. When you're listening to a true crime podcast in public and the host says the killer is still walking among us. Yeah. I mean, in this case. That's that. Yeah. It's been 25 years ago. Yeah. Did that person really just kill someone and saw their body in half and not ever kill again? Right. Or well, did they, they change their their mo mo or was it someone who did have a specific reason to kill her and, and they're not a serial killer and, that and was they the only you. time they have killed right were there ever any other sitters that stayed with them or anything no not it it doesn't oh, do say okay why. I mean, I think because they've never been named as suspects or True. anything, yeah. you know, the the whole point is to leave them alone. Because mm-hmm. um, in some ways, they could just be victims of this too. But I don't know, right? If this happened today, she would have had a cell phone with right, like, and yeah. there'd be text messages, there'd be camera pictures, there'd mm-hmm. be so many more things to go from. But with what this happened and when, it's just like, yeah, <gasps> no one knows. <gasps> and at this point. It's one of those again that you're like, I don't know how this will ever be solved unless someone just happens to confess. Conf- yeah. Which hopefully they will, because it's horrible to think about. That is horrible. And her family's over there in Sweden, and this happened. Yeah, and they were expecting her to come home and tell them about what. Like, yeah, because don't forget, big, she or said or something horrible was. happened. So is that even related to this? Right. It almost seems like it would have to be. Yeah, but also, what if it? wasn't. Would have had nothing to do with it. But also, he would have had to have gotten her pregnant early on in her arrival. Yeah, she, she was, was only, only there, there, for, there four for four months. But she was also particularly vulnerable. Like, she's in a yeah. new country yeah. that she's not used to. This is her employer. There's the power mm-hmm. dynamic. If he had anything. If to. he had. We're not no. saying he did, but if. Wow. So, really horrible. Poor baby. Karina Homer. Go talk about it. Go out there, web Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go talk about it. With everyone you know. Okay. Thank you for listening, guys. Yes. We love you all so much. Yep. We'll have a new side piece on Tuesday. <laughs> and then we'll be back with another episode Friday. Yeah. 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 You all get double doses of us each week now. You can find us at Witches Magic Murder Mystery on Instagram. Uh-huh. And at Gmail. Be sure to send us if you guys have any just stories you want to tell us, you know? Oh, we're loving it. Yeah. One of my short stories is uh from one of our listeners. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. goodbye.